Hello, kidney fans, and thank you for joining us for our podcast series highlighting topics pertaining to early career training as well as perspectives from young people in nephrology. My name is Sarah Leeds from the American Society of Nephrology, and today I am very excited to be speaking with two of the youngest people that we've met yet who are interested in possibly pursuing a career in kidney medicine. In fact, they were actually the youngest people to ever present research at Kidney Week, so why don't you both introduce yourselves and let us know where you're attending school and a little about yourself. Sure. So my name is Uma Alapin, and I will be attending Emory University as a first-year student this fall. Hi, my name is Harish Alapin. I'm a junior at Emory University, and I'm currently a clinical researcher at Emory's nephrology department. Two siblings both going to Emory. That's really great. And it sounds like you might be starting a family tradition. Oh, we that's the plan. <laughs> That's awesome. And I must say it's a pleasure to meet you both and to see such young people such as yourselves interested in the field of nephrology. How did you become interested in it in the first place? Or did anything or anyone inspire you? My inspiration has is, is definitely come from my dad, who um, he's also a nephrologist. I would used to tag along with him when I was little. I used to always see those dialysis machines and his patients, and they used to be so friendly to me. And I used to always marvel at how cool the machines look. You know, I used to see the blood going in and out, and the patients used to be lying there watching TV, relaxing. I didn't know too much about it. And my dad just used to tell me that those machines were helping his patients to survive. And, and from there, my interest kind of grew. I was just going to say that both of us have spent a lot of time in the hospitals growing up because both of our parents are doctors. Our mom is a pediatrician. My dad's a nephrologist. So just seeing the different patients and interacting with them, we got interested in science. So for me, when I was little, that's how I got interested in medicine and science. But, you know, it was actually nephrology specifically. It was after I entered Kidney Week in Chicago with the ASN in 2016. That's why I became more interested in nephrology rather than just, you know, general science. So you both pretty much grew up exposed to medicine and had a parent who was a nephrologist. So aside from the instruments and the machines that you were talking about, what do you find most interesting about the kidneys themselves? Um, the physiology is very complex with the kidneys, and it's interesting how something so small is capable of doing such complex things. And I actually have a story that goes along with this, because when we were little, we had to spend a lot of time in our parents' offices. So I think I was in about first grade, and I was doing addition and subtraction problems, sitting at a table um, in one of my dad's offices. And there was a tummy dummy model for peritoneal dialysis. And it had, you know, at the time, I just saw it as a belly with a tube sticking out of it. I didn't know what it was. And it was kind of hard to concentrate on my math problems looking at that. But when I got older, I was interested in seeing, you know, what it actually was. So I don't know. I thought it was very interesting how something so weird and strange when you're little becomes something that you're interested in when you become older. Absolutely. Was it similar for you, Harish? Did you see that weird model and wonder what that was? I never saw those models when I was younger. But what what I do find interesting about kidneys is that, you know, as Uma said, they're two relatively small organs that do so much. And I think the rate is they filter about a cup of blood every minute or something along that line. It's so interesting. And, and to me, I always have seen the kidneys as the organ that maintains a balance in your body. It keeps all the molecules in check, all the electrolytes in check. And um, it's also something that when you have it working properly, it's great. But when you don't, you really realize it and you have to go to dialysis and it takes a lot of your time. And I think all those things together is what kind of has sparked my interest. And also, um, when I was in 11th grade, I took a biology class. And one of the chapters we had to do was study the nephron in detail. And that was by far my favorite lesson of the year. So I think that also helped. That's interesting you say that because that was also my favorite lesson when I took that class my junior year. 
And I was actually studying structure of the nephron. It was directly after I came back from Kidney Week in Chicago. So it was interesting to have just attended those lectures during Kidney Week and learned so much about kidney then, and then have to explain it for my class at school. Wow. Was that the same teacher for both of you? Yes. Yes, we had the same teacher. And she was a teacher that we kind of looked up to from a young age. Mm-hmm. She used to sponsor a field trip for our high school because we went to a private school. So there's four schools. There's lower school, intermediate school, middle school, and high school. So when we were in about, when I was in first grade, I used to go along with her um, juniors to my dad's dialysis center that was close by to our school. And, and she would show um, the ins and outs of the dialysis center. And, and it was part of like a hands-on experience which is something that I think that if high schools around the country can have, I think it'll spark a bigger interest in nephrology. That's a great point. And something that we've actually heard a lot of fellows and trainees and medical students say is that they were really inspired by mentors that they've had in the past. And it's excellent that you had such a great mentor at such an early age to really foster that interest. Um, Speaking of such, have you faced any particular challenges in your education thus far that may have discouraged you? And if so, what was it and how did you get past it? Um, for me, as I said before, I had an interest for science when I was little, um, and I always wanted to do more with it in terms of science fair projects and different research like that. But I think that when I was little, there wasn't too much support for the sciences in a lot of schools because of the arts and there's athletics and there's different things that you could be involved with in a school. And I think because there wasn't too much support for science fair projects and things like that at that age, that it was hard for me to continue with science in the school directly. So I think that outside of the school, I had to do different science fair projects, like regional and state levels. And so that's how I got past that. Wow. Well, for the challenges that you're talking about, I've kind of just from observing my parents, I've observed that medicine, it shouldn't be seen as a job. It should be seen as a lifestyle, like a way of life. And one of the things that I've picked up from what they've done is that all the learning that I'm doing from high school, middle school, and now in college, I'm learning all that I can so that when the day comes that I'm the only thing between my patient and, and their grave, I'll be ready for the challenge. That's what I believe. And so I think everything is, comes with their own challenges, every subject, every class. But I just feel like using them as my role models, I feel like I need to try to emulate them. And so that every challenge that I face, I just try to take it on as though what would they do? So that's kind of how I faced all the challenges in my life. And, and it, it, there's a challenge every step of the way. You know, every year gets harder. Every exam gets harder, more intense. And then soon I'll be taking the MCAT. But I, if I just use them as a guide, then I, I feel like I can conquer this path that I'm taking. Because it's medicine and it's about saving lives. And it, it should be difficult. Or, or not everyone would do it. That's really insightful and something many others should take to heart. And it's great to see you both so passionate about pursuing medicine and helping people. It's really inspiring for me. So as we mentioned earlier, you both have presented research at Kidney Week. And Uma, you were actually the youngest person ever to do so, being in high school at the time. So could you each tell us a little bit about your experiences there and what your research was about? Sure. Um, so my research, I analyzed the pH and phosphorus levels of different sodas. And I conducted a general soda consumption survey in my hometown of Columbus, Georgia. So I looked at different dark-colored sodas versus light-colored sodas, for example, Coke versus Sprite, and regular sodas versus diet sodas, like regular Coke versus diet Coca-Cola. And in doing that, I found different trends over time that might impact a patient's health. 
because high phosphorus levels are related to kidney disease, you know, my dad suggested that I submit the abstract to the American Society of Nephrology. And at the time, I was in high school, so I didn't think that my abstract would be accepted. I mean, the convention's not for high school students, but the least that ASN could do is, you know, reject my abstract, and I was okay with that. But it was a great surprise to know that it was going to be published in their journal, and then I was invited for a poster presentation. And that one decision practically changed my life. I mean, it was amazing, the kidney week and the experiences I had there. Were you nervous at all? Um, well, of course, there's a medical professionals at the convention, and I'm just a high school student. I mean, I'm not going to know everything about the kidney, and there's a lot of things that, you know, I wouldn't know. But I was able to talk confidently about the things that I did know and learn from the experience. They were all very helpful. They had great criticism, and it helped me in future science endeavors that I had. And at the convention, because they were so inspiring, I formed a lot of connections from them. For example, I met Dr. Mona Calvo, who was a retired FDA scientist, and she offered me a science internship at the FDA, and I continued research from there with the Food and Drug Administration. So the Kidney Week was just amazing. That's so wonderful, and, you know, that's exactly what the spirit of Kidney Week is all about. Oh, I do have to give one more mentor. He was the person that helped me with the initial stage of the project, the pH and phosphorus. It's Mr. Prem Vermani of Cot Beverages Manufacturing Company. He was amazing and helped me so much. I mean, without him, I wouldn't have been able to perform the project in the first place that led me to the ASN and the FDA. So I have to thank him. Did you enjoy your time at Kidney Week, Harish? Oh, I enjoyed it. One of the funny things or the cool things I got to see was there's some very heated and very animated but uh, well-natured scientific debates between my dad and his old buddies from his fellowship days. They had a lot really? of debates going on. Yeah, yeah, it was really interesting. I, I, I tried my best to keep up, but um, <laughs> it was just nice to see. They, they, would, they would go to uh, various poster boards and, and debate one side versus the other. I think one of the topics was EGFR versus creatinine clearance, which one is a better marker. That was one of the heated debates for one particular poster board. Um, mm-hmm. But it was just interesting to see all these different topics. And then they were debating, and then two people who they didn't know at all started debating and took different sides, and it was really animated. And I just I, I learned a lot, and they were talking, you know, about 25% of the things I knew just from my classes that I'm taking, but the other 75% I had no idea what they are talking about. So I tried my best to keep up. That's okay. I don't normally understand it either, <laughs> but I do my best. It was just a good experience though, a because good um, as, as I get as I get further along this path, I can sort of use that as a um, memory, and if I see something that I am reading from that moment, I can kind of remember it. Mm-hmm. So, what was your research was about? My research. Go ahead. Uh, my study <laughs> it, was, it was like a first of its kind to correlate the renal measurements of total renal volume and renal cortical volume to CKD stages and other comorbidities like diabetes, hypertension. And we um, were able to use the M7 MindRay ultrasound system, which is a the um, ultrasound machine found in my dad's dialysis centers. I was able to do statistical analysis on all 612 patients by categorizing them, getting all their general characteristics, their baseline characteristics, and then using their CKD stages, their creatinine clearances as the main marker, and then finding their true cortical thickness using the ultrasound machine because the ultrasound machine, it doesn't, it, it assumes that the kidney is a, a box, so to, to speak, a rectangular box, but we know that a kidney is actually an ellipsoid shape. So I was able to apply a correction factor to that and find the true cortical thickness 
And from there, I was able to find statistically significant findings when I related their TKD stages, their creatinine clearances, and the um, statistics from their comorbidities together, if that makes sense. Wow. <laughs> it, it had never, it's never been done before in this scope. Yeah, I mean, I, I have a little bit of a background in ultrasound. I mean, I, I, I used to work in a hospital, and right. I, it was always kind of baffling to me. I, I, I just thought that was so fascinating, and um, the fact that you were able to do that is really impressive. I just wanted to ask, since your father really told you guys about Kidney Week and you attended with him, was it a different experience being with your parents at a big conference like that, or would you were you happy that he was there as a guide? I was happy he was there as a guy, but it was awesome to branch out on my own and do the poster presentation. I mean, he was there taking pictures, but, you know, it was nice to talk about my own project and get advice from medical professionals without him standing there and get guiding me in that way. So it, was, it felt really empowering to do that. But it was nice when I was visiting the different lectures during the kidney week, and there was complex topics that Dad would know, and he's engaged in the conversation that they're having and the presentation, and I'm busy trying to bug him and ask questions about what it means. You know. I'm sure but, he was happy to explain. <laughs> yes, he was. But I also had to look on Google for certain things. It was a good growing experience to learn things from my own during the convention. Mm-hmm. Do you both plan to attend Kidney Week again in the future? Yes, I have to attend this year. I'm presenting my poster boards. I did two projects. Um, one I did with my research mentor at Emory, Dr. Charles O'Neill, and the other one I did at home with Renal Associates. Oh, so you'll be there again this year. That's great. Yeah, I'll be I'll be presenting. I was going to say there's actually three abstracts from the Alapan family this year that will be part of ASN 2018, um, the two that Harvish is talking about, and then I submitted mine with the FDA. I analyzed the beverage consumption patterns of adolescents aged 14 through 18 from the NHANES National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey from years 2009 to 2014. And although the FDA project it doesn't directly relate to renal disease, it's important to find the beverage consumption patterns of adolescents because they're the future of medicine and you want to make sure that they know their health implications of what they're consuming. And so, you know, I decided to submit to the American Society of Nephrology. And the FDA abstract will be published in the ASN abstract supplement for 2018. That's really exciting. So your parents must be really proud of you guys. The name of my project is, it has to do with vascular calcification. And I analyzed blood arterial calcification in upwards of 30 mammograms, 30 patients who, um, they were off of blood thinners. They didn't have diabetes, but I measured their blood arterial calcifications from their mammograms. And what I found is that vascular calcification slows, but it does not regress after renal transplantation. That was sort of the big headline of my poster, my research. Oh, wow. So um, aside from all the hard work that you guys did, you know, getting ready to present at Kidney Week and, you know, listening to all the different sessions, did you do anything else while you were there that was particularly memorable or fun? Not necessarily in the conference itself, just in the cities or with your parents or just anything that's particularly memorable? Well, when I was in New Orleans, I finally got to see the French Quarter. I went with my dad and a lot of his friends. That that was cool. I've always heard about it. Beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, and I got to see the um, Superdome as well. For the oh, same cool. Point. That was another cool thing. I always, I always see it on TV, all the Super Bowls that have been played there. and just nice to finally get to see it in person. Mm-hmm. I got to see the city of Chicago, but I think I had a lot of fun in the actual convention itself as well. We saw a lot of cool products. I think there was a robot, and it knew our names. We didn't tell them our names, you know, um, but it just directly addressed us. It was like, hi, Uma, you know, you look nice, and I thought that was really I, cool. 
I remember that actually. <laughs> I think it talked to me. Too. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't get to spend the whole time at ASN last year because actually I had a test the day I flew out to ASN, and then I had a test that next Monday, and I had a oh. student function as well. Really? I had to leave <laughs> almost immediately. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Well, but I'm planning that... to stay longer this year. Oh, nice. Okay, so it looks like we'll see you in San Diego then. That's really exciting. Right. It'll be it'll so, be fun. I can't wait. So do you have any advice for younger people in high school or an undergraduate college degree program who are interested in pursuing medicine or nephrology? And if so, what would it be? Um, I would definitely say to take interesting biological classes because, you know, the general biology class is there just to serve as kind of like a survey on every single aspect. But there's a lot of classes that cover a lot of very phenomenal things. Like I took developmental biology class this spring, and I got to learn how the kidney develops from the intermediate mesoderm all the way to the formed organ. It was just cool. And it, it, it was like 50 pages of how it happens. But when, when it all comes together, it was really cool to see how that plays into the, and then how the physiology works. It was just very specific. And I think that if students can, um, looking to see what majors they want to do, if they can get past the general class and dive into the detail classes, I think they'll have a lot of fun. And that was just one small part of it. I mean, there's bone development, brain development, heart development. There's a lot of specific areas you can really learn about. So you're suggesting taking a variety of different biology types of classes, yeah. correct? Great. That's just, yeah, that's just my opinion, yeah. Well, if it helps, then that's very good to pass on. Oh, and also, like I said, the taking field trips to different doctor's offices and Maybe um, people who don't know what MRI is, maybe they can go see what an MRI machine is or a dialysis machine. I'm trying to think of different interesting machines that they can go and see that could spark interest. Maybe spend a day with an ER nurse, an ER doctor, just to see the hustle and bustle of an ER. Maybe that could be interesting to someone who likes fast-paced situations. Exactly. I I was just going to say that a lot of people think that medicine and, you know, it's only one thing that you go and treat patients and that's it. Tons of different aspects that somebody interested in science could find interesting for them to do in the future. So I think that if they explore all types of topics and all types of different aspects of medicine, they would find something that they like. That's great advice and something that I think could really benefit a lot of people. I mean, if I had been in high school and they took me someplace cool like a hospital, I think maybe I would have been inspired to become a doctor. And I think that's really good advice and something that people should really think about when they're planning education programs and classes and things like that. So we'll definitely be sure to pass that on. Um, Is there anything else that you guys want to discuss? Um, I was going to say that there's a decline in the field of nephrology. I mean, a lot of research studies have shown that, you know, the top reasons for uninterest are there's few opportunities for procedures, um, there's lack of a mentor, and belief that patients with end-stage renal disease are too complicated. But, um, yeah. you know, all, there's all kinds of different renal patients, and nephrologists must account for tons of different diseases associated with their old age. And there's also young patients suffering from congenital diseases. And because each patient's condition varies a lot, nephrologists must devote significant time and energy to create specialized treatment for each one. So a lot of people believe, you know, why would you spend four hours developing a safe treatment for one patient when one four-minute hands-on procedure will earn the same pay? So I think by encouraging students from a young age that nephrology is amazing, you know, I think one thing that the ASN could do is create a high school undergraduate forum to inspire these students from a young age. Come present your research at a forum. Um, ASN could even create a little faculty group that goes around and visits these students.
talks to them and helps them form connections from the ASN, like Harish and I did at our own ASN conventions with the FDA and Harish with Dr. Charles O'Neill at Emory. So, Yeah, I agree. I think it's definitely worth looking into. So thanks for the suggestion. One suggestion I have is if students who are interested in medicine, I think that they should go and volunteer at the local hospital and try to put themselves in different situations as a volunteer. From my experience, I found that volunteering in not just one place repeatedly, but initially volunteering in every single department that you can, I found that you can expose yourself to different situations and without having to do much, just getting the privilege to observe. And then you can make an informed decision and move your focus into a field that you like specifically and then from there plan your career. That helped me, actually, in high school. Absolutely. That's really excellent. I'm really glad you mentioned that. And there's all kinds of research as well, like laboratory research. And then the one that I did with the FDA was from my computer at home, and it's data crunching and analysis of data. Um, epidemiology is totally different research than what I was used to doing, but it helped me learn different techniques and a different aspect of research. So, you know, that was with Dr. Beverly Wolpert with the FDA. She was the chief of the epidemiology branch, so she had access to tons of different data sources, and it was great for me to branch out of what I was comfortable with and learn something new. That's amazing, and you guys are really inspirational, and it's great to hear that you're doing so much at such a young age, and I can't thank you both enough for joining us, and I, I think the whole the future holds great things for you both, and uh, we wish you the best of luck in school the coming year and the future, and if you ever need anything, feel free to reach out anytime. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. This podcast is copyrighted by the American Society of Nephrology, all rights reserved. All content in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be medical advice. This podcast should not be used in a medical emergency or for the diagnosis or treatment of any medical condition. Please consult your doctor or other qualified healthcare provider if you have any questions about any medical condition or before taking any drug, changing your diet, or commencing or discontinuing any course of treatment. Thank you for listening to this podcast of the American Society of Nephrology.